Have you ever asked yourself, how on earth do I deliver group coaching if I'm used to one-on-one? And, or, can I help people in a group fashion if I think they need one-on-one? That's what I want to help you with in this video. Welcome to the Health Burner Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or a coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. All right, guys, what's going on? Yuri Elkeem here, CEO and founder of Healthpreneur. We help health professionals get clients and scale their businesses online without the grind. And as you may or may not know, one of the big components of what we do with our clients is is ultimately helping you leverage your expertise and really moving away from one-on-one because we all know that one-on-one is not sustainable. It is not scalable. And it's the the biggest reason for burnout. And and burnout is one of the biggest problems affecting health professionals. If you guys can agree to this, be like, heck yes in the comments, because there's two aspects of where the burnout happens. Number one, it's on the marketing front, which is all like the posting, the grinding, all that kind of stuff to get people in. But the bigger issue is on the delivery side. And there's a lot of conversation in, you know, health clinics of my practice is full. I'm a therapist. I have a four-month waiting list. Uh, I can't bring new patients in. And for me, that's just like you just have the wrong operational system there. Because number one, your patients or clients are waiting forever to get help, which is not good. And second, it basically means you have a capacity bottleneck, right? What I call the capacity ceiling which is where you're missing out on revenue and you're missing out on people you could be serving. So how do we fix that? On the delivery side is what I want to talk about in this video. So first and foremost, you have to understand that at most, what are you going to work? Eight hours a day? Ten hours a day? And even if you got paid $200 an hour, let's just call it, let's just make it very simple. So you, you work 10 hours a day, like back to back, and you're like 10 clients in a row, five days a week, okay? 10 clients a day, and let's say each client has one hour each. You charge $200 an hour, 10 clients a day, that's $2,000 a day times five, that's $10,000 a week, that's $40,000 a month. That's almost a half a million dollar business, okay? So on the surface, things are great. You can't take any more patients in or clients in because you're full. You're working 10 hours a day and you're making $40,000 a month. But... The trade-off is that you have no time. And most entrepreneurs in, in, in any market, really, like, I mean, I think our, one of our biggest values is freedom. Yes, we want to impact people's lives. Yes, we want to transform everyone's health. But at our, at our own expense, it doesn't make sense, right? When I was starting off in this industry as a trainer and nutritionist, I was working 16 hours a day, many days of the week. I was getting up before the sun, you know, on the subway to the gym and then getting back at 10 o'clock at night, like it was crazy. And I'm like, this is before I had kids. There's no way I can just like, there's no way I can't even, I can't even imagine what that would have been like having kids. Like I'm very grateful that I'm, I'm, I mean, I probably see my kids maybe too much if that's even possible. And I'm very blessed that I have that opportunity. But the thing is you have to, you have to create the system. Like my buddies are like, Hey man, you're so lucky you built this cool thing. I'm like, I'm not lucky. I made the decision in 2005 that I was going to stop living that way. That's it. I'm not lucky, okay? It's not like some miracle gene that I have. I made a decision to say, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to do something better. Was it easy? No. But I made it happen, right? And it doesn't have to be hard. So 
One thing I want to share with you, so this came up, um, so let's just use an example of a, of a fictitious client. So whether you're, whether you're working with people online virtually or in person, this is going to be the same thing. Um, so you have clients in person, and let's just say they have an issue like, I'll just use an example like IBS, okay? So you want to help people who have IBS, and you're thinking, okay, um, that makes sense. Single target market, right? Good start. But then we start getting in our own way because we start thinking about, oh, well, in my experience, what I've found is that a lot of these clients don't all exhibit the same symptoms or they come in with various complications. And I want to give you a really simple, a couple of simple things to think about that will help you with this. Number one is I want you to think of an analogy and I, and I use this train example. So everyone's on the same train, on the same track toward the same destination. There's, there aren't two different tracks. There's one track. And if people don't fit into that track, you can choose not to work with them. Okay, so I'll come back to this in a second. So I had a client was asking me a very similar question to this uh, a couple days ago. And the first question I asked her was this. If I gave you 10 of these clients tomorrow, would all of them follow the same protocol more or less? And the answer was yes. So in that case, we're good, right? We're good. Now, could there be some customizations and some individualization? 100%. You can do that kind of stuff if you want to. However, the bulk of what you do in your business needs to be curriculum-based. So if you've watched our Perfect Client Pipeline Masterclass, I talk about the three C's, curriculum, community, coaching. What most people are only doing is the coaching or the doctoring at the top. And that's based on time. You have no leverage. If you take off on a trip for a week, you're not getting paid and they're not getting helped. But if you have curriculum as your base, which is you find yourself repeating yourself most of the time, that stuff should be recorded, right? That stuff should be put into a step-by-step -step sequence of even if you're not there, they can hit play on a they can hit play on a video online and watch you teaching them some stuff, giving them an exercise to do or something to follow. And now they're making progress independently of your time. It is the simplest place to start, okay? So that's the first thing to think about is, and it's very, well, here's the other thing. It's, it's tough to create a curriculum when you have many target markets. You can't because then you have many different programs. And when you have many different programs, none of them work. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah, I'm finishing up. Uh, I'm just finishing up my next two signature programs. Really? How's the first one doing? Not very well. Anytime someone puts an S behind what they're doing, I know they're, I know they're not doing well. It's really simple. Yeah, I've got like three courses out there. I can go to someone's website and I'm like, what are you offer? And if they have anything more than one or two options, I know they're struggling. Why? Because uh, jack of all trades, master of none. It's really simple. We have two core programs, HBA and Luminaries. That's it. You'll never see anything else from us in the near future. I can promise you that. Why? Number one, it's a waste of our time. Number two, it's a diversion of our focus and energy. And we know that we're not going to help anyone below our lowest level program, which is not really low level. But, you know, like there's, I had, a, I had a lady ask me, like, do you have a DIY version of your program? I'm like, why would I offer that? Why would I offer you a $2,000 version of my program? So you can do it and then do nothing with it and then don't get results? Like, that's not the business that I'm in. I'm in the business of fundamentally transforming our client's business. That's never going to happen by them doing something by themselves. So... Where was I going with this? Oh yeah, singularity of focus. You do one thing extremely well, you become 
the Jedi master in that one space. Okay? Like our client Dana, who, you know, is like the goddess, the goddess of the ADHD space. And, you know, she's invited, not only is her pipeline humming along, she's doing six figures a month, but she's invited on podcasts, speaking events, summits. Like when everyone thinks of ADHD, they think of her. And you can't create that if you are, I help everyone, right? We, we talk about this. Like you have to, the generalization is the death zone. Specialization, right? So generalist, specialist, authority, celebrity. You don't get to celebrity by staying a generalist and you don't become a celebrity overnight. It takes a long time and it starts by specializing in one area. So you have to focus on that single target market. You have to then say or answer this question. If I never, or what would have to be true, okay, what would have to be true for my clients to achieve life-transforming results if I never spoke with them? It's a great question to think about. And I just want to clarify that you're not creating it. This is what, like, you're not creating a course and selling it for $197 that no one's ever going to do. What I'm saying is what would have to be true. For your clients who are paying you premium prices, two, three, four, five thousand dollars, to get in transformational health results if they never ever had contact with you. What this for what this forces you to do is it forces you to think about what's the type of curriculum, training, protocols, exercises that I would create, knowing that if they didn't get a result, I'd be screwed. They asked for a refund. And that's the base. But it doesn't mean that's what you give them by itself. Like your content, your curriculum should be so well done. And I'm not saying you have to spend years perfecting your program. That's a major mistake. But I'm saying you have to think about this and it's constantly evolving and getting better. Because when you have people go through your curriculum, all of a sudden it reduces their dependence on you. I spend three hours a week with our clients. That's it. Now, I could spend more if I wanted to, but it's unnecessary. We offer up to seven coaching calls per day for our clients. I host a call Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We have an amazing team of coaches, not just like random people. I'm talking about some of the best copywriters on the planet. $32 million businesses, voted one of the top 10 copywriters in health in the world, etc. Like these are people you have access to once, twice a day, like times multiple versions of those calls for everything. And so for us, I'm not saying you have to do that in your business, but for us, it's we make sure that the curriculum that our clients go through is very step-by-step and self-explanatory, and then we give them ample amounts of support so that they have all the new little nuances and direct feedback, et cetera. So my thinking is, okay, how do I build up the curriculum so my clients would never have to speak with me? But I love hanging out with our clients. I really, really do. But I also know that they don't need seven calls from me a week, right? Like you, at a certain point, you realize like, like this morning, we had a call and, and 15 minutes in, there's 20 people on the call. And I was like, that's it? No more questions? So I guess this will be the shortest call of all time. And that happens sometimes because sometimes they just come and they listen to stories I'm sharing or, you know, stuff like that. And a lot of times you might be surprised by how little people really need from you. So it's not that you have to over, like, you don't need to spend an hour with every client once a week. It's crazy. Like, it's too much. So anyways, this is, this is stuff that we help our clients, like, really figure out. But at the base curriculum, what is that step-by-step process? How do you extract your proprietary process, your IP, so that people can go through it on their own? 
you build community on top of that with groups of clients, and then obviously your coaching accountability is on top of that. So let me come back to you. All right, so I, let's say I'm helping people with IBS and people come in with different symptoms, complications. How do I deal with that so I don't go off into one-on-one directions all over the place? And the solution is this. It's you have to come down, you have to come back to your perfect client criteria because there's no rule that says you can't exclude people. In fact, you should be excluding a lot of people from working with you. So I had a cli- we have a client who focuses on um, a specific type of knee pain. And I said, who can you produce the best results for? And she said, these types of people. I said, okay, cool. What happens if these types of people come in? So what happens if you have a person with a meniscal tear? Or what happens if they've had their meniscus removed? Or what happens if we're talking with someone who has rheumatoid arthritis, not osteoarthritis? Or what happens if, 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 if? And she's like, good point. Can't help those people, et cetera. So what happens is you, you have to look at what are the complications that you must avoid in terms of being able to promise someone a result. So another example, we have many, many clients who focus on fertility. And so my question to them is, at what point can you no longer promise a positive result based on someone's age or situation, right? So let's say you're working with women 30 to 40 and helping them uh, get pregnant naturally. Well, 42, 44, 45, it's possible, right? It's possible to get pregnant at those ages, but the likelihood is a lot lower. So for you as the practitioner, you can decide whether or not you want to allow those people to work with you. Like there's no gun to your head saying you have to work with all women of all ages. You could say, no, no, no. I help women between 30 and 40 years old get pregnant without IVF, as an example. Because you know that if they're, you know, if they have endometriosis, for instance, maybe that's, sorry, not going to help you. Or if they have, you know, whatever history of, I don't even know what the issues are, but whatever they are. Or if they're too old or whatever, like special factors are there that would complicate the delivery or compromise the results you can promise. And that is how you can focus on a single target market and ensure a group of individuals who have the same, for the most part, issue, problem, pain that they want to fix can mostly all follow the same protocol with minimal customization. And the thing to to remember here as well is depends on your philosophy, right? Everyone is a special snowflake, maybe, but we're all the same, right? I mean, if you think of all the diet books on the shelves, they're pretty much saying the same thing. Eat more plant-based foods, eat more whole foods, eat more vegetables. If everyone did that, yeah, they would benefit. But again, then you can get into the weeds of, well, some people don't tolerate nightshades, etc. So you can have lab tests, you can have customizations, but you want to think about 80% of what I'm going to share with my clients is going to be about the same. It's a bit on the nutrition side specifically, right? From a workout perspective, let's look at this as an example. So I went swimming yesterday, did 1.1 kilometers. I was pretty proud of myself because I'm not a great swimmer. I mean, I shouldn't say I'm not a great swimmer. I'm not a trained swimmer. So I'm doing front crawl. And I notice after the swim that my shoulder is like, like impingements, like not, not feeling good. So let's say that I was in a program that was focused on packing on muscle. And part of that program was overhead pressing. 
So military press, shoulder press, etc. I know that if I do those movements, it bothers my shoulder. So let's say that the coach of that program said, "This just a heads up, yo. Um, do you have any issues? Do you have any shoulder pain? Do you have any la 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 la? Right? I can say, well, I've got some impingement issues from tennis, from swimming, whatever. That person might say, hey, man, I'm just going to be very honest with you. I don't think this is going to work out for you because I'm going to have you do a lot of overhead pressing. And if that's going to cause an issue, you're not going to be able to do the workouts. And if you can't do the workouts, you're not going to get the result. Does that make sense? So I'm not saying you have to like think of every, like what time do you go to bed at night? What time do you get in the morning? Can't work with you. Sorry. But think of the, like the one or two like non-negotiables that would really compromise someone's results. And for me, like the fertility thing is probably like the two things I think about in fertility are endometriosis and age. There is no rule that says you have to help women with endometriosis who are 47 years old get pregnant. Just because you want to doesn't mean you should, okay? Because you're going to have to deal with the delivery challenges that come with that. Now, if you're a miracle worker and you're like, you know what? Most practitioners will tell you if you're over 40 and have endometriosis, you can't get pregnant. But I'm the specialist in helping women over 40 with endometriosis who can help you. How about that, right? If you can do it, amazing. So going back to our analogy earlier, one train, one track, one destination, okay? So you've got 10 clients come in. They're all same single target market, IBS, fertility, knee pain, whatever it is. You have made it very clear to them in your marketing that this is not for them if they have major issue number one, major issue number two, whatever those complications might be that are going to compromise your ability to help them get a result. And then once they're in, it's here's the curriculum, right? Here's the track. We're going here. We're not doing this and this, okay? It's this. It's like if you want to make the chocolate cake, you follow my recipe. You don't want to put eggs in, I can't promise you results. And that's how you do it, my friends. So I know that might sound overly simplistic. Obviously, there's some questions you might have. If you have any, let me know in the comments. Um, But just understand that this is something we spend a lot of time with our clients around because delivery is massively important. That's why you exist as a business, right? It's to help people solve a problem, to fix whatever issues they're dealing with or to help them fix them. And at the same time, you can't not move forward because their program isn't perfect. Like HBA started as a two-day live workshop six years ago. Right now, it's a like two days, no way. It's a very different program. And that's just evolved over time and it's the same way that your work has probably evolved and it will continue to evolve so never let the 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 thinking that you need it to be perfect stop you from moving forward don't worry about scale before you've made your first sale if you have to work with one if you have to work with every new client you work with one-on-one for the first couple weeks so be it and you can transition them into group okay so I'm, i'm sharing this with you because Every day you delay, someone suffers that you could be helping. And if you think of it that way, it might give you a bit of a you know kick in the butt to get yourself out there and help those people. Cool? So if you guys have enjoyed this, let me know in the comments. If you're watching this on YouTube, remember to hit the subscribe button. I've got hundreds of other videos to help you grow an amazing business online and to help more people, including yourself. Thanks so much for watching, guys. See you soon. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review if you feel it merited that. 
At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at health printer and be sure to tune in and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube. Just search health printer and you'll find all of our great videos there as well. That's all for today. I appreciate your time and your attention. Keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.